Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey coaches, have you ever wished you could clone yourself to save time? If your answer is yes, the Sydney platform might be right up your alley. With my own work, I use the Sydney platform to connect with my coaches and leaders and stay organized when I'm not there. The app is super easy to use, and I love the video feature where teachers can film lessons and coaches and leaders can record video reflections. This app saves me a ton of time and is a game changer in terms of being able to truly connect to my people in between visits when I'm not there. I can even stay organized with the individualized resources section for each person I'm coaching all in one place. And I don't know about you, but I like to try something before I buy it. Because of that, I've gotten Sydney to let you try the platform for free first to see if it's actually a good fit. If you're interested, go to sydney.com slash TWE to check it out and claim your free coaching package. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash T-W-E or click the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. I have a very special guest on with me today, someone I've known for years around transformational learning, and um, I've learned a lot from. Her name is Kim Wynn, and she is a f- former educator, consultant, and currently she's a performance and leadership coach, and I am pumped for you to be able to uh, hear all the brilliant things that she knows about communication. And so first, I wanted to welcome you to the show, Kim. Well, thank you for an extraordinary introduction. It's really great to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I'd love you to share in general, what's your journey that's led you here today? Okay, perfect. I taught in public and private school in the Los Angeles area for over 10 years. I taught fourth grade and sixth grade, and I started teaching teachers. I was a service learning coach, and I eventually left the classroom and started my own consultancy. And I went on, I wrote numerous programs and curriculum. I worked with different organizations. I also wrote curriculum for different film companies and um, and then had the privilege to meet two new clients who had a vision of starting a school. And I worked with them on conceptualizing that school and bringing the whole team on board. And we went on to uh, fully develop and then open a new school in the Los Angeles area. That was in 2014. And that school has now gone on. It's a full K through uh, 12 school, and it's the only school of its kind in the nation. And I'm very proud of that. And then I transitioned to the world of transformational education, very in line with the work that, that you do, um, and worked with anyone from the age of eight to, you name it, 80, 90 years old, and really working with people and having them fulfill on what matters to them. I love it. So you and I are going to talk today about what we call speaking to the listening. Now, 
when I say this to my coaches and leaders I work with, they're like, what are you talking about? So what we're going to talk about is how do you speak so people can hear you? And one of the things that I often tell people is it doesn't matter what you say. It matters what they hear. I want to back up a little bit because communication is quite nuanced. And so I'd love you to just like start to share about, you know, what is what is really going on when we say communication is happening? Real communication. Well, most of us tend to think communication is about what I say. I have something to say, so let me get it communicated or let me listen long enough so that I can put in what I need to say because I know what I have to say is what is wanted and needed here. Mm -hmm. Real communication is speaking and listening is when people, people are most engaged with each other and people only engage with each other when they have the experience of being listened to. Yeah. So how do we do that? How do we have it? So people experience that we're, you know, experience being heard, right? That we're listening for the things that are important to them. How do we do that? Well, ironically, we're not taught that in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So it's, it's a really good question. So I almost visualize this as like a spotlight. Like I am spotlighting what I'm listening for. Like I am focusing intentionally when I, when you're saying words, right. I am focused intentionally on listening for specific things. I'm mm-hmm. consciously and intentionally setting my intention and my focus on listening for Mm-hmm. what's possible, what we're going to cause in our time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, and it is, it's, I think the spotlight is great is I'm literally going to look at nothing. Cause when I leave this interaction, I'm going to mm-hmm. like to go into another interaction and that light need is going to be focused in a different direction. Okay. So now we've gotten that when we go into interactions, we need to be focused, have focused listening, and we're listening for something intentional that we choose. Yeah. And and it takes practice. So even if, if you're, those of you that are listening, if you're interested in practicing this, I would say step one is practice reflective listening, practice saying what I heard you say was really just practice repeating back what someone is saying. And I'd say step two is now start intentionally listening for something, but we have to be able to have the basic, this is basic listening skills. I can repeat back what someone says. Which is a way that signals to someone, I hear you, I'm Mm -hmm. interested, and it creates a safe space. I'm not going to add anything and I have no judgment. I'm committed to getting what you said. Yep. Yep. And when, when I do that, often people say, I can't believe I told you all of that. Uh (laughs) There's like a, divulgence. I've never told anyone that before, you know? And it's like, yeah, like our brains, it's very subconscious. Our brain's like, we're safe. We can relax, put your cards down, share the thing you don't tell anyone else, right? It's really a beautiful gift we can give someone. And I'll say, this is not the truth. You can shift a whole culture. Mm-hmm. If you're in a school culture or in a particular environment where people are constantly cutting people off or there's no trust or there's judgment, or there's competition in any way, you slowed that down and start listening keenly in that way, it will shift the environment, not just in your classroom, but in your interactions with the parents, maybe that you work with, people start to get around you. 
Mm, exactly. They're, yeah. they, they're heard. You start to create a whole environment like that. It's distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I want to shift now into speaking to the listening, right? Like what, what does, what, can, can you just share more? What does this mean and how do we do this? So it implies that the speaker, you mm-hmm. is not only listening, but you're hearing accurately what we just mentioned what the person is truly wanting. You're listening for that. It implies an understanding of what the other is receptive to and speaking to that. Once you know what you're speaking to and what you're listening for, now I can actually proceed in the dialogue that we're going to have. Hmm. I'm going to look into things. Do I need to you know, differentiate? Is there a particular way that I know you'll get this? Is there something that maybe I should bring? Are you more visual? Is there something I should repeat this? Are you going to learn best with examples? Um, Maybe I should have you tell me what you heard. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask for examples of what that looks like in your classroom. So I'm speaking to what's there literally in the space If you're defensive and not open to things, I want to first, you know, acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. Hey, I noticed that came in, looks like you're dealing with a lot of things today. Is there anything you want to say before we get started? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And asking questions is critical. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's like, you know, if you get a text, there's no tone. Mm -hmm. I really don't know your intention in sending that. I'm going to interpret it and hear it. However, it comes across my screen. It's like I might walk in and you might have a look on your face. And unless I actually check in with you, I don't know what I'm actually walking into. I don't know the last interaction you had. And for me to think that I do is quite arrogant. And not what I think is important. That mm-hmm. requires, you know, the old adage, like, uh, you know, kind of like step into their shoes. But really, right? It doesn't matter. Like in, in this moment, when I'm speaking to the listening, I'm putting aside what's important to me and I'm speaking to what's important to them. Most people, once they they get the experience that they're heard, all those other things of having to talk, mm-hmm. explain, right. mm-hmm. justify, repeat themselves, all tend to disappear mm-hmm. when people experience, I'm right with you. So especially yeah. when you have a limited amount of time, <laughs> there are yeah. some strategies that they'll yeah. still experience what you have to say is important and we're not doing that now exactly and there's a third piece to this right and that's like i want to check in did what i say land with that did did they hear the thing that i intended them to hear right <laughs> So I'd love you to share, you know, what we can do about it and and, and all of that. How do we create this? I think it first starts going back to what was the intention. Mm -hmm. And as you're getting ready to wrap up a conversation or a meeting or whatever the interaction is, what am I, what am I really committed to leaving them with? Maybe Mm -hmm. it's three action items. Maybe it's they got in communication um, about some area where they've been really struggling with something. Um, so I'm, first of all, I'm checking in with, did I, am I walking out having left them with what I said mm-hmm. I was committed to leaving them with? And then how do I know I did that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, most of us are not aware 
of how we leave people. It's like, oh, time is up. Great. I'll see you next time. Or, you know, they maybe took some notes. So great. And then you leave. And then maybe we don't even have time to check in because we're off to our next thing. So we're not usually aware of how we leave people or how things are interpreted. Mm -hmm. So again, it's checking in with people. So, and it, you know, what's your commitment? Oh, that I leave them empowered. I'm committed that um, they're left in action with these three things that they can demonstrate the next time that I walk in and see them. Um, I'm listening for um, where they thought they couldn't say something. They're now freed up and they they see that they they can say something or they can ask a question or ask for help. Right. So I, I love this conversation because it really is about empowering our teachers through our communication. And it's not just making any haphazard communication, but being intentional about how we're listening. Step one what they're listening for, step two, and then checking at the end, did our communication, was it, did it fulfill on, on what we were actually intending? So I am loving this conversation. And I hope those of you listening, like that you're really able to glean some things for you. So Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing everything that you know around speaking and listening and empowering people. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners around this. A reminder that listening is active, which, you know, first of all, also starts with listening to yourself, what's going on with me. It's my experience might not necessarily be what really is happening, but if I check in with me and I'm nervous or I don't know that I can do this, okay, great. That's what's there and I'm going to include it. So I just really thank you for this conversation and for your listening and for all your listeners listening of this conversation. So- Thank you. Now, if you are experiencing communication that feels like it is landing on deaf ears and you're seeing in your schools that what is being said is not having follow through or the change isn't being sustained, please reach out to us. We would love to talk with you, see if we can find the root cause to what is actually happening because we are not only committed to causing positive change in schools, but also having that change sustained and everyone empowered around it. So please reach out, send us an email. We would love to chat with you. Our contact information will be in the show notes. Or you can just send an email to Becca at thewholeeducator.com. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care. <laughs>